Raising children is a full-time job, and that's why we've called this podcast Parent 24-7. In this ongoing series of podcasts, we'll be unpacking all the issues that affect parents in South Africa. As the pandemic rolls on, the COVID-19 vaccine offers hope for millions of people who have suffered through the rolling lockdowns of the last 18 months. But vaccine hesitancy is proving to be a threat to a return to normality. I asked Cape Town GP Dr. Carol Bosch to share some insight and advice for families who are still on the fence about getting vaccinated. Here she shares her experience and reassurances and suggestions for how to stay safe even after you've had your shot. Hi, Elizabeth. Thank you so much for the opportunity to sound in and hopefully reassure some worried parents um, who will be reading a lot of stuff around COVID vaccination and just seeing where we are at with our little families. I have noticed a few current themes um, through my own personal practice and a few things I do want to just try and reassure listeners on. The vaccination itself has not been rushed. There is safety data. It has been given to billions and billions of people around the world. There is no doubt that it helps and that it works. And um, it is our next step in what has been a progressive building up of armor throughout this COVID pandemic, starting off with masks, adding on social distancing, adding on sanitizer, and now finally progressing to a point where this, this is our best protective measure. Now, a lot of counter arguments I'm getting from from my patients and from friends out there is that they, especially younger families, feel they don't need to do the vaccine because they feel low risk. And I want to just highlight for families, you know, even if you are young and you're fit and you're well and you have no comorbidities, that does not mean that you may not be extremely ill if you were to get COVID. It may not mean as well that you might not get long COVID if you were to get um, sick with it. So I'm trying to encourage all of my parents that in, in this time, it's important that you don't just think of your own risk about it. You wanna really reflect on your risk as a family as a whole. The kids at this point, we are not vaccinating, so they are at risk of getting it. The most common place that we see spread happening is is at home, where we let our guard down, we obviously can't social distance, we're behaving like normal families, and it, it ripples through very quickly. So while getting a COVID vaccine might still allow you to get COVID, it makes it much harder to get COVID-19 with a vaccine on board. It does protect you from getting it all together. And it also protects you from being extremely sick and from dying. Now, we all have very big responsibilities as parents. We've got people that are depending on us. And I'm trying to get my patients to see that is the risk big enough that you would still get it. And for me, I kind of don't want to have my family and units exposed to any risk at all. And definitely having a vaccine on board will lower the risk of yourself getting it and transmitting it to people in your family. 
another way I've been trying to frame it for for patients because throughout this time, I can assure you that young families who have to quarantine and isolate, it's very distressing and it's very, very hard, especially if your kids like mine are all very little, it's, it's impossible. So families end up doing these long protracted lockdowns at home and still often end up getting sick. Getting a COVID vaccine on board is also going to improve the risk of that happening to you as a family. Will it take the risk away completely? No, it won't. But it will add on an extra layer of protection for you and your family unit. Don't get me wrong. I absolutely adore spending time with my family. I love my kids. I don't really want to isolate and then quarantine and do these hard lockdowns. It's very, very hard to do. Um, and it's also, it takes away a lot of social engagement from your kids, seeing their friends. It's distressing for them as well. If there is any way possible to try and avoid those things, we ought to be really doing that now. Another big um, question that's been coming up a lot is patients are concerned about side effects. And I would like to just remind everybody that is listening, and I do so with all of my patients because I'm talking to them all about this, that nothing in medicine is innocuous and they have to weigh up the risks of getting the vaccine and those risks are extremely small versus the risk of getting COVID-19 and getting it very badly. And those, those risks are much, much higher, even in our low risk communities. I'm very saddened to say that we have lost lots of parents. We've lost lots of 20 year olds, 30 year olds, 40 year olds people that didn't have comorbidities, people that thought I'm well, I don't need this. And they are not with us anymore. And I want to encourage our parents that there are often times, as a parent, I know, there's often times that you may have to do something for your children that perhaps you don't really want to do, but it's something to do for your children because they need you around no matter how low the risk may be. This too plays out into a softer kind of issue with it and I, I routinely ask patients before injections, how do you feel about injections? And unanimously everybody says, oh don't like them. This is an injection, I understand that it's a very small needle, it is going to hurt a little bit. It is going to be a bit uncomfortable. But if you are one of the few people that have a severe needle phobia, I really would encourage you to engage with your doctor, engage with your GP. Let us try and work a way to try and help you through getting a vaccine for the greater good of you and your family unit. And there are things that can be done. It's very short-lived. Any kind of short-lived side effects that may happen afterwards. For me as a medical practitioner, I find quite reassuring, in fact, that it means your immune system is kicking into action. It's building up those antibodies that we really want to have on board. 
Also, if we have a look back at how things have progressed in South Africa through this pandemic, initially people were on the fence as well about mask wearing. And we've had to look at all of these things as extra layers towards protecting us as individuals, protecting our families and our loved ones, and also protecting our healthcare services. Initially, before we have had vaccines, we didn't have many other options. So we've done what we can. We mask up, we sanitize, we social distance. This is another level of protection that we can bring to the healthcare services. And the reality is that COVID-19 is not going away. It is going to be with us for a very long time. And we need to get to the point where with each wave that happens, our hospitals do not burst at the seam. We need the hospitals to still be able to provide service for other things that happen in tandem with COVID-19. And every single injection that gets put into every single arm, vaccinating a patient gets us one step closer to having our healthcare system cope with each wave that comes. Every single layer that we add on to our protective defense, whether it is on us as an individual level, at a family level for, for our littlies and our loved ones, to a bigger national level, is all going to help us protect the healthcare system so we can still provide a healthcare service across the board and also prevent us going into further lockdowns, lockdowns that have ramifications economically and also means that you can't let your children socialise, you can't go and expose them to outings that you would not like to do, travel, things that you want to do with your kids. Every injection, again, that gets done will get us back to what we know and will get to as a normal reality again, socialising with friends like we normally would do. And we will get there. There is definitely not sufficient evidence to, to withhold a vaccine. And I think in these sort of times where obviously after a very long and anxiety-provoking 18 months, it is not unreasonable to, to have doubts on many levels about many things. And I plead with my patients and with anybody else that may hear me to engage with your GP, engage with the medical fraternity. We are bound by an oath to first do no harm. We want to try and do the best for our patients and our families. And if anybody has any doubt, ask us, engage with us, let us help you see where we can improve your family's risk. When we think about socialising and getting back to a normal state of affairs, we will need to also continue to consider our risks going forward. We know if vaccinated people socialise together, the chance that those vaccinated people have COVID is less. That means that the chance that they can give you COVID is also less. So the chance of you yourself getting sick, even less so if you've got a vaccine on board yourself, but then also having to quarantine is all less. So if we have to compare where would be 
the safest route on socialising, it would indeed be with other vaccinated families or with other vaccinated friends. It doesn't completely disrupt transmission, the COVID vaccine, but it does protect you from getting it. It does protect you from getting it very badly. And yes, you can still get COVID, mild COVID, but it's still hard to get mild COVID with a, a vaccine on board. So social gatherings and playdates with other vaccinated families may be the safest approach for a lot of families. Throughout the, the whole 18-month affair, we've always had to balance risk versus benefit. And this is not a, a new thing in medicine. We do that all the time. We want our kids to socialize. We need to socialize ourselves as individuals. It's important. We're, we are not um, solitary creatures. We have to do that in the way that is the safest for our families. And and none of it, unfortunately, is without risk. Nothing is without risk. But you have an opportunity. We have an opportunity now to try and mitigate risk. We have been mitigating risk with masks, with social distancing, with sanitizing. Now we're mitigating risk with a vaccine. We can then further mitigate risk by choosing the, the risk profile of who we want to socialize with so that we can still socialize and do things and be with one another so in essence to round off for all my families and patients out there i hope that you feel reassured and i want you to remember to look at your family unit as one and to assess your level of risk and remember any risk is risk that we can protect against engage with your gps if you've got any questions or you're on the fence, make sure you talk to reputable sources and talk to your doctors. And we will get through this together. We will get back to a more free way of living. We are so close. This is definitely the way to go. Thanks for listening to Parent 24's podcast with me, Elizabeth Mamakos. Sign up for our newsletter to stay up to date with the latest parenting news and information and more podcasts like this one. If you have a topic you'd like to suggest, please get in touch with us. Our details are in the notes below.